Okay, well, hello, my podcast community, family, friends, and I know there's the odd stranger now for sure. Um, I want to introduce you to one of my very good friends who I'm going to be interviewing today. This was totally spontaneous. So bear with us as we have zero notes. We did not practice very much. We only practiced the volume on this audio, and uh, now we're just going to go for it. We are just going to do the regular meeting that we have Every Thursday at two o'clock, I spend time with my friend, Krista Bull, who owns Lift, Move, Fuel. That's the only thing I practiced before this podcast was how to say that using the periods <laughs> because it's a tongue twister for me. So LMF. So um, let me introduce you to my friend, Krista. Welcome, Krista. Hello, uh, Holly's friend. <laughs> this is fantastic. I am so excited. I've never done a podcast. Oh, Okay, well, um, I've done like seven or eight now. We are <laughs> going to do this. The uh, Every Thursday, since before Christmas now, Krista and I decided that, well, during COVID actually, we decided that we needed to spend some time together because I don't know if you guys are aware, but owning a gym when they're closed is hard. Okay. So hard. So hard. <laughs> and so we started hanging out on Zoom during COVID and it's continued to the point where I really need my Thursday at two o'clock time in order to keep my head straight. She says to me, you're going in a million directions. Get a focus. What are you doing? So, you know, when you're in my nutrition program and I say, you need a smart goal, like sort your stuff out. Krista is sorting me out on a regular basis. So thank you. Thank you. But FYI, Holly does the same thing to me. So um, each week, it's fantastic to have that one person that you're accountable to. So um, you guys maybe know Holly a little bit, but don't know me. I'm a little scattery at times. So knowing that I have told somebody that I'm going to do something, make sure that I get it done. Yep. And I do the same thing too, because I have all these harebrained ideas, but if I don't tell them to anybody and they don't amount to anything, then who cares? But if I actually want some of this stuff to happen, I have to make it happen. And so talking about it definitely helps. So that's why it is Thursday afternoon and her schedule freed up enough that she could drive to Fort Capel. And she said, you know what? I'm coming to see you in person. And I said, guess what? My podcast mic is here. Let's do this. So one of the things that I want, Kristen, first of all, I want her to just tell you who she is and how we have connected and how we have gotten to know each other over the years and where she's at uh, and how she has evolved to being this wonderful human. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let me tell you guys a little about me. So... I'm actually um, the original Little Misfit. Uh, that is what LMF originally stood for. And then we found out that maybe it wasn't quite as masculine as we had hoped, and we were getting quite a large male following. So um, hence, we changed the name to Lift, Move, Fuel. Um, again, all known as LMF. Thankfully, yes. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, so one of my favorite things about Lift Move Fuel is it is all encompassing for exactly who we are and putting the priority on the focus of that it is important to know how to lift properly, how to move properly throughout life, to have mobility, and then what do you need to fuel that day to get through it. So again, as you guys can probably guess, Holly and I are super aligned. 
Um, she may be my spirit animal as well. That's how it all. She told me that what seven years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> she we were hanging out for about four hours in, and she's like, "Holly, you're my spirit animal." And I looked at her. I'm like, "Sweetheart, I don't know what that means, and I don't think I am, but okay." Yeah. <laughs> yep. She totally is. Um, and this will all come full circle here in just a second. So, um, and again, one of the ways that I really got to work with Holly is with a company, another company that I own called Stierka Training, which teaches personal trainers how to become personal trainers. I teach fitness instructors. I teach nutrition and mobility courses and continuing education. So uh, there's a lot on my plate with that. And as you can tell by how fast I'm talking, I'm super passionate about it. Uh, I also own a cafe called Second Breakfast in Emerald Park that is essentially the focus around the cafe was good food for that good mood. Uh, we all know that uh, there's always guilty pleasures that we need to be. We talked about that for the gratitude challenge this this week. We talked about our guilty pleasures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I now change my answer. Cinnamon buns. Oh, all okay. The way. <laughs> all the way. Um, but yeah, so... Clearly, I got a, a little bit on my plate right now, but um, one of the other things that I do is I'm also a volunteer firefighter for the White City Fire Department. Um, that was kind of fun because I knew I wanted to do something for my community and be more involved in the community, and why not firefighting? I looked at the Garden Club, and it just didn't really <laughs> fill my cup. No offense to anybody who loves gardening, but if you follow me on Instagram, I can kill dill. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah, being a firefighter has been such a fantastic challenge. It puts me in completely new surroundings every single time I get a call, and it's challenging, and it, it really does fill my cup to be able to help people in need. And then, yeah, and I think going back into that small and mighty and Holly introduced, my name is Krista Bull. Um, so having a last name Bull, I think that that might be where the beast part of me came from. There we go. This is what we are talking about today. So um, I want to tell you a little story about Krista before we get to the beast part. I have known her for years because before I opened this gym, I was going to a CrossFit gym in White City and they were doing a nutrition challenge and this LMF lady was running the nutrition challenge. So I joined and she uh, set up my macros for me and then checked out my fitness pal. Then I was entering my, just like I'm doing for people now. And this woman told me that I shouldn't have bacon on Sundays with my family. And she probably doesn't remember telling me that. And I know that we've all evolved as nutrition coaches now. <laughs> and I know she would not tell me that I can't have bacon on Sunday with my family anymore. But um, I remember looking at it thinking, oh, sweetheart, I can have bacon on Sundays. We can find balance here. <laughs> so then I needed somebody to train people because there was this dream one time that I was going to have coaches at K2. I don't know if you remember that part of the dream, but I think there was eight of us and she trained us here when I opened the gym so that we could have other coaches working here. And Krista was our trainer. So that was the day she told me that I was her spirit animal. And ever since then, we've basically connected on a monthly basis. So the thing that Krista talks about every week that brings her the most fire is her beast program. So I want to talk about that today on this podcast, because if you are looking for 
your um, spark when it comes to a workout or a, some sort of a fitness program. You need something that fires you up like Beast fires up Krista. So tell me about your fitness journey. What got you to the point where you could give birth to the Beast program? Mm, oh, that's a give birth. I like that one. <laughs> it definitely has been my baby for the yes. last... Oh my goodness, eight years. And also, I just want to go back to the bacon thing. We were in a clean eating challenge. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Well, it was my about definition. clean. That, that's all. Um, all right. Again, we've evolved. We have. Yeah. We are gr so grown up now. <laughs> um, but Kate, um, what was the question again? Tell me about your fitness journey. Oh. How did you start? What was your spark? And then how did you create Beast from that spark? Oh, that's a good one. Um, so Beast, when I first started working out, I weighed 30 pounds more than what I weigh right now. And got like that moment where you see that picture of yourself and you don't recognize the fat kid sitting beside your sister until all of a sudden you have that aha moment. <laughs> that Wait a second, that's me. And so um, that was the first step, right? And I think we've all been there to that point where we look at something and we don't recognize ourselves. And so for me, that was I instantly joined the local gym and kind of dove right in. And within, because again, who I am and I like to take on things, I dove in with both feet. And one day, the owner of the gym was in desperate need of finding a coach. And I was like, well, I'm here every day at 5 a.m. I could help. And she said, well, I want you to become an instructor first. And I was like, fair enough. And I took the fitness instructor course. And I think within that year, I had taken my nutrition course, my personal training, and just dove all in. And after that, I had eight ladies eight ladies who were dear friends of mine. And I said, okay, guys, I have all this education now. I don't really know what to do with it. <laughs> you want to be my guinea pigs? And, um, and they all said yes. And so... So Beast started in your basement? Yeah. Oh, not when you moved over to the... To the new gym no okay beast uh, has been beast has been since the beginning ah i thought that was one of the programs that you started when you moved out of the basement mm -hmm. so okay so tell us about being in the basement with these eight women <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness was it sweaty and gross like so gross this is pre-covid obviously oh yeah like my basement was maybe a thousand square feet and we were crammed like everybody was mat to mat to mat inside there and we had six kettlebells one set of costco dumbbells and a makeshift bench that one of the ladies husbands had welded in high school oh perfect yeah yeah it was <laughs> do you still have a bench no i gave oh, it i gave it back it had too much sentimental value okay yeah so why did you call it beast because for me, that's what it was about finding. I knew when I started the journey that it was, it was like I was discovering somebody or something new within me, that there was, there was something more, right? And yeah. 
so it's not that it stands for something. It was more about the feeling, the, the, the animal connection mm -hmm. to what the weights do. Okay. Tell me about that. Tell me about what you see when clients start lifting weights that makes, you know, the beast program is doing what it's intended to do. Um, and it's something that starts off so simple. It will, I'll see somebody come in and the usual, they'll go and grab the five pound dumbbells or the lightest weight that they know that they can handle. And in their workout, I'll see them kind of breezing through it and I'll walk over with maybe a set of eights and make them use those. And then the next time that they come in, the thing I notice is they automatically go for the higher weight. And yeah. I know, aha, you can now see your potential. Yeah. You now know that there is more inside of you than what, than what was there the last time I saw you. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. my favorite thing too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you put a barbell in their hands and oof, it's good. <laughs> and I love when they come in and they kind of are reaching for something that isn't their potential. And they look around the room to see if anyone's going to catch them going <laughs> for the lighter weights. And if anyone makes eye contact, they're like, I know that's not the one I should be using. And then they reach for their potential. That is my favorite. Yeah. 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 Oh, that just like <laughs> warms my soul and gives me all the, all the good feels. Uh, who do you think is most attracted to your beast program? Like who are your clients? The, as soon as you walk, they walk through the door to say, I'm thinking about starting the gym. You're like, yeah. And you are a beast. Mm -hmm. Um, for me. And again, lots of my experience is, hmm, how do I want to say people who have gone through kind of like a pivotal moment in like especially with women, I'll, I'll kind of single women out right now, is there's kind of a point in your life where a season has passed, right? So let's say maybe it's baby's now a year, you're going back to work, you don't feel like you, something needs to change and you know it needs to change. And I've seen it male and female, but that's just probably the biggest one. Or maybe the kids have gone back to school now. And, and again, you've been so focused on taking care of them all day and pushing everything else aside that now all of a sudden it's just like, okay, like I do have an extra hour in my day and I know that something's missing. Yeah. Yeah. I love those moms too. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to build my whole career around a thriving mom because yeah. they truly are my passion as well. And when you start empowering the mom, the whole world gets to be a better place. When mom's happy, everything runs better. So I love that your beast group is um, also attracting those empowered women. Yes, absolutely. And it actually like, again, going back to basement days when I started the beast program and you talk about like getting the mom in, well, then we started boys club and it was really, really interesting. And that was, I would have like my beasts in the morning and then their husbands would come in the late afternoon and they would come just as their own male group. And so like, it was so fun to see the different conversations yes. because I would know one side and then <laughs> I would know the other side. And so I had so much fun with that. And you were the vault. Yeah. You had to be the vault. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Oh, that's excellent. So tell me with all the pivoting that you have done with COVID and everything else, what have you been able to maintain when it comes to your beasts? Have you been able to keep them together, regroup and yeah. grow and... Yeah, we um, we have some really tight-knit groups. I'm sure you feel it here yeah. too. You've got your 5 a.m.s or your 5.30s yeah. and then the next group. And everybody always normally comes to the same thing. And through COVID, we kept all of our classes running and we kept our groups and we kept the same people showing up and we kept the... And so for COVID and me, it was just about... It really wasn't about outreach. It was about nurture. Right. And it was just like, just take care of the people who are in front of you yeah. because they need love. And goodness gracious, did we all need love? Yeah. We still all need love. <laughs> yeah. 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 Soon, soon. I feel like we're having a shift. Do you feel yes. like there's a shift? Yeah. Like I've almost been holding my breath for two years, but I don't know what it is about the calendar turning over to February 1st. My mindset turned over. Mine too. Um, my energy level turned over. I just feel like I survived December and January. And then February, it was like, yeah, I am thriving. Like I'm done surviving. I'm done just hanging on. I'm done with some of the rules. Like I'm just ready to just flip the switch again. And I feel the energy and I'm starting to feel it from other people. And yes. you walked in the room and we could tell that we were in a different place than we were last Thursday. Cause last Thursday was still January and mm -hmm. I don't know what the difference is, yeah. but yeah, wholeheartedly. Like I woke up kind of Monday back to being feisty and fiery and, um, to know a little bit about me too. I have a couple groups have, that have the, the motto at the gym is, I always thought the motto was perfect is boring, but um, the motto for most of my clients are, we came to the class, but we stay for the sass. And so oh. <laughs> I've got my sass back. Perfect. I like it. Uh, I think everybody comes to my gym for my dance moves. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was but like, I, this doesn't need to be a podcast. It, we should make a video. <laughs> I totally tell people that, but that is not a true story whatsoever. <laughs> I'm like, do you do good things? Like I tell um, jokes yeah. um, during wall sits. Yeah. Yeah. So we have like a running dad joke. Oh, bad dad jokes. Oh, yeah. 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 They all have to be kind of those like, ooh, knee slappers. And, <laughs> yeah. We all have to get Dom, who he's doing our hockey coaching. Mm -hmm. He's been making those boys sit on the wall every time they come for longer and longer and longer. I'm going to get him a dad's yeah. bad joke book to go with the wall sit. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah it makes the time go by. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I just want you to touch a little bit on things that, um, what is the hardest thing for you when it comes to creating these programs and, and engaging with the people? What do you find to be the most challenging? Hmm. What do I find? Program, not, I don't know. I absolutely love programming. Sometimes I think that that, I worry that I get too too much of this yes. same. Um, also, don't give me a good day on the internet because I will find all sorts of new things to do. Yeah. Um, but one of the most challenging things I think is, is remembering that it's okay to repeat the information. Right. Right? Like I think, oh, I've told this group this, or these guys have been with me for the last seven, eight years. They've heard it all. No. Um, like 
Holly and I, we all need to be reminded of what are your goals? What right. is the priority? What are we trying to achieve this week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that that's was, that was your answer because it's my challenge too. And it, cause I get really complacent with the people that have been with me for so long because I feel like I don't want to be a broken record and I don't want to like overdo it. And I don't want to minimize what they already know. Like I want to value the fact that they've been doing this for a long time and they know a lot. So do I really need to, but at the same time, I've also been doing this a lot too. And I need you to keep me on track and I need to, you know, check my mindset and check my form in the gym and check my form all the time in order for me to be getting better. And so I catch myself when I get in those slumps of complacency and need the calendar to flip over to February 1st so I can get fired up again mm -hmm. and do a better job of what it is I'm passionate about doing. So yeah, yeah that is one of, that is a yeah. struggle too. Yeah. And it's actually funny that you say that I kind of tested it this summer. I did a challenge and we have a running Facebook group. I think you guys too. And so I do a lot of communications and coaching and just motivating on those type of platforms. And for one of my challenges, I'd made it separate. Usually I just include everybody. And yeah. You get to see what the action is. And the response I got was, where are your daily posts? Like where, where, where's the challenge posts? And I didn't realize that even though you might not want to commit, sometimes knowing that somebody else is doing it motivates yep. you enough to get up off the couch and go for that walk. Yeah. Get that 20 minutes. Well, I'm hoping that's what's happening in February with our challenge and the eating mm -hmm. vegetables before 10. I've been struggling with whether or not I should be posting all the pictures of the before 10 o'clock vegetables because it's going to be a very boring story of people's vegetables after a while. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, if people are looking at my story and they're seeing vegetables after veg, isn't that just going to, you know, you... You think about a purple car, you see a purple car. So, right. <laughs> I, I'm like, my thought is why not? Yeah. Um, and cause too, it also, sometimes you see a vegetable and you're like, oh, I haven't had that in a long time. Right. Oh, right. I love. Yeah. I don't, I'm like cucumber comes in. It's so boring, but I'm like trying to think of something like what's kohlrabi oh i don't I, know can we get that in fork Appel? we don't, don't know we don't February. live in the big city krista out here in fork Appel. i don't know if we can get kohlrabi <laughs> we i was just talking to a lady today about uh one of the reasons that she's enjoying being in my nutrition program is because the food that we eat is super normal because i have to shop at the fork Appel co-op <laughs> yeah. and we get super excited when there's dill pickle hummus here because that was like brand new and fun <laughs> And I was so sorry. I told my class about the dill pickle hummus. The next time I went to the co-op, oh. it wasn't there. And now I'm announcing it on this podcast. There'll never be dill pickle hummus in the Oh, it's so funny <laughs> that you say that. So many people get mad at me for that. Um, like so many of my friends, because I'll tell people what's at the IGA and like what my favorite things are. And they're like, yeah, thanks. I went to the IGA and yes. I can't find it on the shelves. Yeah. So that but, happens here all the time. Yeah. I and to. I don't know about your grocery store. My... I'm going to brag about my grocery store for a moment because um, Joan is the best lady in the entire world, but you want something, they'll, they'll oh. order it in. Special. Like, I'm like, I need, this shelf needs more rice crackers. There you go. That is like. That is a connection I need to be making. Yeah. Although I, I have asked them to bring things in. Like when we did a whole kale thing for Wacky Snack, 
after Wacky Snacks, kale day, we needed more kale. Now kale's a pretty regular staple in Fork Appel, and I, I would like to take credit for that. So all of you that buy kale in Fork Appel know that about 10 or 11 years ago when I was doing Wacky Snack, I had to import that kale. You couldn't buy it in town here, and now you can get it just about any time. So there you go. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you are well, okay, we are at 25 minutes, which was the goal for today. Mm -hmm. And it was to talk about your beast program, which sounds like so many things that we do here at the gym. There's lots of different kinds of programs at Krista's gym, but beast is her favorite. So I knew we could easily talk about it in this podcast. Um, anything else people need to know before? Hmm. What else do people need to know? Do you do a gratitude journal? Tell me about your morning routine you just told me about. Oh, I'm doing this book. Um, it's Gabrielle Bernstein, and it's called May Cause Miracles. It's a 40-day guide, and there's guided meditation, journaling prompts, and it's all about, yeah, just finding more of your true self. And, oh, this is what's actually really great about it that I think will pair perfectly in here is it's about discovering your fears. Oh. And then eradicating them, which is also something that I think we do in Beast. Right. Like, don't be afraid to fail. Yep. Right? We talked about this before we turned this microphone on about the don't be afraid to fail and like teaching people how to fail from the barbell or drop things and pick up heavy stuff because we do hard things because it's okay if you fail. Yeah. And I think that just that when you learn in a barbell or a controlled situation, that you can fail at that and nobody's judging, nobody's watching. In fact, most people are cheering because you've tried. Um, think about how that carries through in yeah. life, right? Yeah. And just that that's just one step more to that confidence to try. Excellent. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this podcast up and we don't get to visit next Thursday because my hairdresser contacted me and told me that she saw me on Instagram and I was needing some help with my roots. So I've booked a hair appointment in overtop of Krista's visit next week. But um, other than that, we will continue to meet on a weekly basis. And thank you so much for being my second guest on my podcast. Well, thank you for my first <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs>